That's the show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hello, hello. Hey. Mics sound good. That was all worth it. Thank you. Um, hi, it's uh, Thursday again, so what you're going to do is listen to this, and you're going to like it, because it's a thing. This is weird. Hey, you know, <laughs> really living the American nightmare, you know what I mean? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, um, have <laughs> you heard of this restaurant, Hale and Hardy? Yes. Yes. It's like 90% soups. Yes. That is so cool. Are you a soup guy? I'm a soup guy. Hmm. Soup Nazi, some would say. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing, real quick. I was listening to my uh, back episodes. Right. Because I jerk off to them. It's <laughs> the only way I can come. You need to laugh into the mic more. <laughs> Keith. Right, I'm taking it in. <laughs> yeah, but just like sit up when you take it in. You don't have to lean back. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, there's a. Uh, I discovered this Hale and Hardy restaurant. It's there's one uh, right near I work in Midtown. It was the most exciting part of my day. Hey, okay. you spent all day with us. No, God. <laughs> the joke had a cadence to it. Oh, I'm sure. It was did. I at work today in Midtown? <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so I discovered this restaurant. It's like all soups. It's called Hale and Hardy. Have you guys ever heard of this? Yeah, but you didn't check it out today, right? <laughs> I did not check it out today. I checked it out Wednesday. Okay. It was the most exciting part of my day Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then I would say I would pause. Because no one would have interrupted me. And then I would have said, okay, my year. And it would have been really funny. <laughs> Here's a joke observation I'm actually proud of that I made. Okay. Have you, you know, in like dark comedy movies, whenever like the threat of prison looms, inevitably one of the male characters is like, I'm too pretty to go to prison. Mm-hmm. They'll rape me. They don't care if they're pretty or not. <laughs> they're not gay. The criteria for getting raped in prison is the least guarded hole. <laughs> if that's you, it doesn't matter how pretty or not pretty you are. So I don't know why the guy's like, oh, you know what'll happen to me? I might get raped because of how good I look. No, you might get raped because you have like four holes on your body and you're too weak to protect them. <laughs> that all, I never understood that. It's prison. These guys aren't looking for the hottest guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was really proud of that. That was the bong water. <laughs> into the mic, Keith, into the mic. Sorry, sorry, that was a good one. Thanks, man. You know, on hailandhardy.com, you could vote for your favorite soup. I hate this joke now. <laughs> I hate it so much. It depresses the fuck out of me. This is a weird one today. All right, hey, remember I did a thing a couple years ago, weeks ago? Fuck. I read a thing one time and people liked it. I'm going to try to recapture that magic. <laughs> This is the thing I wrote. This might give you more cause for concern than the last one. So it's not a cry for help. Okay. It is just my emotions. Oh, boy. It's, call, it's, uh, it's, it's called context. <laughs> I heard it as context. That is not at all the mood. Once you hear of his piece, you'll regret saying that. <laughs> Never. For a long time, I used to have these, well, fantasies is the wrong word, but it's close enough so I'll use it until I think of something better. These fantasies of killing myself. Feel like a dick now, Hamda? Nope. That was in my story. (laughs) (laughs) Or of almost killing myself. The few seconds before, oh, I forgot to write before I fell asleep. The few seconds before I fell asleep, I'd have the gun up to my forehead. It was always a gun. 
and I'd hear someone else's voice, a female's voice, go Danny and sort of trail off. And sometimes I would say, I'm sorry, and sometimes I wouldn't. It was always right before I fell asleep, so I guess losing consciousness in this reality, it was the reaction of pulling the trigger in that one. These visions, there we go, visions, that's the right word. Didn't concern me too terribly because I've never been completely a happy person and suicide has always lingered just out of a frame for much of my life. Never a real possibility because otherwise it would have been in the shot. But its presence was always at least sort of close and thus always sort of felt. It feels weird writing this like I'm being so blasé about it. I've stopped experiencing the visions which I just noticed the other night. For a while they were sort of like counting sheep and I'd willfully fall into initiating them in my head. Eventually they became a source of pleasure. I would be the one to queue up the file, the one where the preview image is of, bro- is of broken, empty me with the pistol smushing into my forehead, and I would be the one to press play. It would help me fall asleep. It helped me inflict pain on other people, and more importantly on myself, without having to actually follow through with anything. I'm a very fickle person. I hate committing to anything. Maybe now that I think about it, fantasy is the right word. I wonder sometimes if I'm disturbed. That rhymed, but it wasn't supposed to. How you guys feeling? So, uh, the it's fantasies, fine. the fantasies are real, right? I guess. Um, it's I've, not like a cry for, it's just like, it just like happened to. I've had those fantasies. Those fantasies act out. as if like, to me, if, if they're not like for real, real and you aren't thinking of, okay, wait, how do I kill myself? I feel like it's the negative version of picturing yourself on an island before you fall asleep. Okay. It's like that place where nobody can bother you, where maybe people miss you, um, where they, where you evoke emotion in in other people, but you bring yourself to a more calm place. So if it's not a real thing, uh, right. I think it's it's relatable. Sometimes I just like to put it out there. Keith, you're not laughing into the mic enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it'd be inappropriate. Uh, there was a cadence that uh, I couldn't really follow. You couldn't follow what I said? Not really. Okay, that's probably best. It's weird. Before he falls asleep, he um, he pretends like he just killed himself. Or is it right? just about to? But but as like someone almost catches him as he's dying, okay. and either he says... Um, I'm sorry, or he says nothing on the way out, like on the way. Uh, and into that's like, like when I lose consciousness. I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Keith, never you never thought of killing yourself at all. I'm, I apologize. I'm two together. No, it's no, fine. like it's not even because I feel like that is is not a sad thing. I feel like that's a chemical thing, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's not like I I would fall asleep to that no matter how I felt. Like, it just sort of happened. Like, it wasn't based on feeling. But I've noticed it hasn't been happening anymore. That's interesting. And I've been having, like, weirder dreams. What do you dream now? I don't, just, like, slightly, like, negative dreams. It's weird. Like, not nightmares, but, like, weirdly off dreams. You ever hurt me in any of these dreams? No, Keith. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> Maybe it's because you don't go to your calm place before. That's you what fall I'm asleep. thinking. Isn't that weird? That's my calm place, though. It's strange. I don't, I don't know. know. It is. It is. Um, or was my calm place at least? It's not what you normally hear, but I wonder if people are not sharing that, and people are thinking of things like that. Yeah, I don't know. Do I you just... ever wake up and Lucas is really holding you? <laughs> no. Okay. But I really, I really think it's like, okay, in what place would I not have to think of the stresses of life, of what I need to do the next day, of what what would be wrong? And it's like, oh, if I'm dead, then I don't have anything that I am right. N- Just like needing. if I was on an island, right? So I, I think it's like you know maybe a more, um, like weird sounding 
version right. or uh, I'm very relieved you you get this. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're my favorite. <laughs> Oh, hey, Keith. Hey, but who's going to be around longer to hang out with? Ah, uh, that's cute. It won't matter because I won't be either. <laughs> I'm going to meet Danny on his island after we kill ourselves yeah, well, with Nike sneakers on. Nike, wait, we have to run? Probably heaven? probably you and I will be wearing Converse sneakers because I think that's the new depression sneaker. Is it? I don't know. That's What I see is like these hipsters and the hipsters, they, don't, they don't look so happy. The hipsters are not <laughs> depressed. How can you be happy in Converse? You step on a pebble, your day's ruined. I, know, I really don't like it, but maybe I have like huge arches in my feet and it, it just, it bothers me. It's like wearing uh, like ballet shoes or slippers mm. outside. And you're right. It's, you just feel everything. Very uh, thin sole for sure. When I was a clown, I would wear Converse shoes and it didn't look out of place. <laughs> that means they're not regular shoes. Sometimes I would right. wear your Converse shoes because they were just gigantic shoes right. on me. <laughs> oh, Inside scoop. <laughs> right here on the Danny Show. Why they broke up. <laughs> I had to tell a story about killing myself. Come to quick. Tell me the day you broke up and what show number it was. Um, remember that show? Nope. <laughs> oh, I thought we had her, Keith. <laughs> I like your interview style. <laughs> anyway, I decided to awkwardly pause the reading because I got a weird vibe and I wanted to see what you both think. Thought. I, I couldn't tell. a little bit more. I couldn't tell if you were nervous about saying what you were yes. saying. Okay, maybe that was it. Or you were kind of rushing through it. Yes. Okay, so I am correct on both counts. Yes, See, I don't, you're always right. Thank you. You know, hmm, I get it, because I feel like uh, when I write songs, the first time I perform them, I almost want to not say that I wrote it, because mm. it makes you feel so naked. No matter what, it's like, really, is that what you rhymed with? Or really, you think that's poetry? Or You know what I mean? And it, so, absolutely. Yeah, and then, it, and then people start wondering where you got that from, what part of your brain, or whatever. You're making up things that people are thinking. I think, ultimately, your writing is so... Dist- dis- Descriptively beautiful. It's so awesome. That Thanks, it, bro. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Thanks. And especially with the thing that you said in the beginning, this isn't a real thing. I'm not going to kill myself. Right. Plus, I want everyone to know that. As we all know, I think you're like okay. in such a yeah, I'm better in a place. good place, but ish place. <laughs> There's a little more. And by a little more, I mean more than what I just read. Like, never mind. There's more. Stop <laughs> looking at me. No way to win. <clears throat> you want us to laugh through it as you read? What's that? You want us to laugh through it as you read? You seem to respond well <laughs> as long as we're laughing. <laughs> Keep them laughing, man. That's what my buddy uh, Leonard Bruce taught me. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. Okay. Why, Danny? Why? <laughs> I live in Brooklyn. Not quite the cool part, but I'm getting closer to that. In two years or so, it will be the cool part of Brooklyn. Gentrification will devour everything and inflate it and make it cool and just as quickly make it uncool and then I'll probably have to move somewhere else. I live in Brooklyn. I live in New York City. I am living the dream that I've wanted for myself since I first saw Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I am being an adult, an adult who lives far away from his family and the town he grew up in. Sorry, this guy that you're reading about, he loves Spider-Man 2 also. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can relate to that probably. <laughs> I fall in love with women. I hate myself and loosen up my asshole of an ego at the same time. Totally not you. I go to work. I write. I bleed. I wish I bled more. And I do it all in a city that is much less exciting than the myths that have grown from it like skyscrapers. But still, it's good. You know, you almost look manageable, manageable from here, I say to the Empire State Building. I'm looking at it straight ahead from a million miles away on a raised subway platform in Bushwick. From this distance, I don't really have to turn my head up to take it in. As long as my glasses are pushed all the way up to the bridge of my nose and I'm standing up straight, not slouching, I can see it fine. 
Maybe that's indicative of all things. Stand up straight, face it with dignity, show yourself some respect, etc., etc. It's a beautiful thing, that building, and I completely understand why it's become such a symbol of, well, a symbol for almost everything, I guess. Any emotion, any feeling, any goal or ambition can be applied to it. Can be personified by the Empire State Building. That Jay-Z song, the one with Alicia Keys, asserts itself into my consciousness. It's a smooth takeover. One minute, it, one minute it isn't there, the next minute it is. My girlfriend, back when she was actually my girlfriend, played it for me once over the car radio. Before I moved, when the idea that I could live in New York was preposterous. I guess it still kind of is. She knew how much I wanted it. She used the song as encouragement, as motivation. I guess she didn't know it would turn me into something that couldn't be her boyfriend anymore. That's not really the city's fault, though. That's more my fault. Anyway, I'm sorry. I really am. For everything to everyone, I'm sorry. I guess that's all I wanted to say. So there's well, that too. I'm glad you finished. I'm glad you finished it. That was good to hear. Also, that was good to hear. No, I mean not like uh, I just glad it's over, right, guys? No, I just really like your writing. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, I totally get it. Concrete jungle where dreams are made. Give that one. You okay? You can't do Thanks, man. Down in New York. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. So that'll be the end of me reading things on my show ever again. <laughs> but uh, I'm a better writer than reader, I think. Well, I'm happy you're alive. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that New York changed you so much that that's why you broke up with your? No, well, that was just because I was feeling emotional anyway. So I, I actually typed that out on my iPod on like a subway platform. Wow. These streets will yeah. you. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a whole thing that is not the city's fault. Do you think that someday you'll move out of New York? Maybe. And, and not like, do you, do you see New York like as a complete future? Or It could. Uh, there, yeah. Would you prefer that? Thinking about it just now and we won't hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> do you see your life in New York or do you go, okay, I'm going to make it and then I'm going to live here for a little while after that and then I'm going to. I'm going to raise my kids, let's say, somewhere else. I can honestly see both. If I were to have kids, I'd want to raise them somewhere like in Astoria. Like, I think Astoria... Like, more neighborhoody, More neighborhoody. yeah. It's the place as good as any in New York City to raise kids, I feel. So if that were... But I don't even know if I want kids, you mm-hmm. know? So... Do you want to give people an update on your relationship? Nope. Okay. You're such a dick. I'm asking. <laughs> that, that's, I heard things in bro time, and I have no problem that's not fine. sharing it. Thanks, just, Keith. No problem. You're not a dick. I'm sorry. I, it's okay. It. It's all right. What's happening? Everything's okay. I'd like to introduce my guests. <laughs> Who's the dick? Richard III. <laughs> get it? Yes, totally. But I knew that you'd say get it, so I was waiting for it. Dick of the Third. <laughs> Keith Malley. Yes. How's it going? It's going good. I'm working on a new show called Bro Time, where I share all the secrets bros tell me <laughs> in private. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I told you that idea in private. Uh, I'm doing okay. Every every couple months or so, for no reason at all, maybe a little longer than that, I have some kind of problem with uh, with sound quality. You know, the the listener doesn't notice, but I always catch it. But I notice, and it takes hours. And whenever it's fixed, I never know why it's fixed or how it got fixed. And it's so frustrating. I was doing uh, Robert Kelly's podcast, and he was with some engineer. Uh, and he, he says, "Show him some damn respect." It's Bobbert Kelly. Bobbert Kelly, and I'm. Uh, he says to the engineer, "Okay, so I can just walk in every day, and it's set now, and I can just forget about it." And the engineer goes, "Yeah," and I just wanted to laugh, mm, but right. instead I'm like, "Let him enjoy this." Right. I've never heard anything dumber. Blissful though. ignorance. Yeah, 
I, I don't know why sound is so complicated, but the, the day it can be as easy as talking will be a glorious, glorious day. Hmm. I'm well. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Hemda. Yes. What's up? How's it going? You're here. It's You're going queer. Away. Get used to it, Keith. <laughs> I'm, Sorry, was... I'm excited to post today. I signed contracts and you know gave deposits for our spaces for KTG week. Uh, have to admit that I was feeling nervous on the way. I had to call Lauren and be like, okay, I didn't. She was like, yay. And I was like... I don't know, not yay. Yeah. I did I did a good thing, right? I mean it's it's the for the first time it we're doing it almost in reverse, like we're paying for the space and then kinda hoping for the best, you know? Um but I'm so but aside from that, so excited about the things that I found, the venues that I found and the ideas that I have and and like getting to actually put something like that together is really cool and then I get overwhelmed and then I get okay and yeah, uh, it's life, man. Yeah, yeah. No, you did good. Thank Thanks. you. And if you don't blow up by starting a relationship before April, <laughs> someone in this room, Danny, can go fishing. Know what I mean? Yep, we're, we're going to go fishing for Keith and the girl. Right. Deep sea fishing. Hey, I don't know how big their holes are, buddy. <laughs> and that is a segment for my new show, Bro Time. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, I'm... Probably not going to be in a relationship for a long time. Good for you. Good for you. Plenty of fish in the sea. I like to engage. announce my engagement. I, that would have been much funnier if I would not said I'd like to engage before I said <laughs> I'd like to announce. But we live and learn. I like to throw a topic on the table. Okay. Yay. Here's the thing. I, I've been doing this lately, and I've been meaning to bring this up for a while. I'm trying to be cooler and emulate the beats more. And one thing they did is write your is YR. I've been trying to like emulate that, but I feel it's really douchey, but I also like it a lot. I hate your YR. I hate your UR. I hate things that are not spelled out. Who you are do? the who are the beats? Are they like California raisins? No. <laughs> no. Danny. See, I, I just dannyed you. That's not something I what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's something I'd say. Like Alan Ginsberg, Jack Kerouac. William Burroughs. Oh, the Beat Generation. The Beat Generation. Okay. You knew what I'm... No, no? I didn't know the, oh. the Beats. No, I didn't know. The beat, Yeah, the Beat Next, the Beats. So if you uh. read On the Road... Mm-hmm. By is, the way, On the Road stinks. It's boring. I couldn't finish it. On the Road is not... It's not good. Jack Kerouac's way of rated. Alan Ginsberg is incredible. But they start... They rate You Are? Uh, in his... Uh, maybe not in the published work, but like in okay. his notes and stuff, he'd write Your YR. Yeah. And... Uh, that I think means it's cool, year, but just so you know. No, Fucking it's assholes. okay. Wow. <laughs> I think it's cool, but I also like see it as being douchey. So I've been trying to like drill myself into doing it because I want to emulate them a little bit. What if What if you started your own language? Because if mm-hmm. know what I mean, mm-hmm. with numbers, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wingdings. Right. Nobody knows what they are. Make them yours. URS. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, that. It's still vague and unsolved. It's like I'm a newscaster. And now, final thoughts with Danny. Nope. Recommendations. <laughs> recommendations. We will skip final thoughts today. No. Go to recommendations. <laughs> Hear me say it on the real show, but uh, my Bloody Valentine's album's really good. Pitchfork gave it a 9.1. I think it was at least a 9.2 album, but okay, not going to split the Right. Uh, Workaholics is a great show that I've recently picked up on mm. that uh, Gerald uh, turned me on to. Okay. I find it very funny. Eugene Merman's album is really good. You should definitely listen to it. He's okay. a very funny comedian. He's Gene on Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. And he's also um, the superhero guy. And now right. plug. What superhero guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's plugs time. 
What superhero guy? The guy, the guy who, oh God, and oh, I'm the worst. Keith is right. I and tried now, to help. Okay. I'm Spoke a good time. producer if you'd listen. Plugs. Uh, DannyHatch.com. Mm-hmm. At DannyHatch on Twitter. And now, the quote of the day. Okay. This is from, uh, you guys like emo music? <laughs> Love it. Emo music used to be great. Mm-hmm. Now it's garbage. I guess it doesn't exist anymore. But in its last days, it was garbage. This is from when it was good emo. Okay. It's been called Motion City Soundtrack uh, from their song Attractive Today. And as I gently sip this drink, I think about my lack of future and of all the places I could learn to fall in love. I just want to feel alive for the first time in my life. I just want to feel attractive today. Mm. Well, it's like if the Mona Lisa could talk, it's beautiful. But it's, it's over like a punky kind of beat. You guys both look really smug in here. <laughs> I think they're great. That's the show with Danny. <laughs> why did why does this exist, Keith? <laughs>